Hi, my name is Kirby Ingles. I'm a leadership and transformation coach, a father of four, and a U.S. Army veteran. And this podcast is dedicated to helping you achieve true success. Every week, my goal is to help you move one step closer to true success in a life that is rich and satisfying and helping you become the pillar of your community. Now, here on the True Success Podcast, we talk about leadership and personal transformation and dive deep into topics like mentoring, coaching, balance, problem solving, and creating an impact. True success is living your life's true calling. It's discovering new ways of viewing the world, building a life that's charged with hope, transparency, happiness, and fulfillment. True success is not what you think it is. Close your eyes and imagine setting goals, targets, and meeting them while adding value to the lives of others and making a difference daily in your community. Have you ever watched the series, The Serengeti, that was featured on the Discovery Channel? That television series gives viewers a front row of a seat and to witness how the animal experience isn't so different from our very own. And it provides a great perspective of the predator and the prey aspect of this ecosystem in the Serengeti. And it it puts things really into a a perspective from an animal's view into a human frame of mind. Imagine being a part of this naked, raw, survival of the fittest, natural ecosystem. So you're walking along across the Serengeti in this lush environment of grasslands. And in your peripheral vision, you see something. Your body tenses. Your head is on a swivel. You're looking. Your heart starts to beat. A deep-chested, muscular, keystone predator known as the lion is lurking for an opportunity. You see, in the wild, the predator versus prey scenario plays out the same every time. The prey runs. Once fear sets in, the lion goes into pursuit, and the pride lions feast. But sometimes this scenario gets a different ending. This is because rather than fear, courage takes over. Sometimes we just don't know why, but some prey stop and stand their ground. And so while I was watching this, even hyenas look for opportunities to hunt down lions who become vulnerable. They surround them and go toe-to-toe, nipping and laughing while they pick apart the weaknesses of their foes. The lion all too well tries to defend itself. And you can see its spirit begin to weaken as it becomes overwhelmed. It appears it is near the end. The lion cries out for aid, for mercy, and it's helpless. Have you felt like that before? Have you felt like the end was near? Nothing you could do overcome this overwhelming experience? And you cried out, helpless, looking for aid and mercy? Well, then finally, out of the distance, a second lioness appears. It's one of the sisters in the pride who has come looking after recognizing her sister's voice. And the hyenas scramble because the lion's combat power doubles. And out of nowhere, hope is restored and the lion's dominance is restored. Now, here's the question. Is, something, is that something that you would like to see? Are you on a quest 
Would you like to pursue life boldly according to your values and your strengths? Would you like to have the clarity of vision, a purposeful mission in life to pursue boldly? Would you like to have these, what we call big, hairy, audacious goals and to create an impact? There comes a moment in life where you have to stop trying just to survive. Do you feel like that? Do you feel like you're trying to survive in this very moment? And you, you have to start, You, I mean, you just have to start living purposefully. You have to go after that big dream, man. And you have to go after what's most important in your life. What's most important to you. Stop doing what's important to everybody else. I think I can help you find that. I think I can help you find that path. I want you to go all out. I want you to put all your effort into this life, into one enterprise, and experience it to the very fullest, to be bold. There will be times when it seems like the world is closing in around you, just like the lioness. What will you do? Only the successful get go out, right? Only the successful do this. They go out and they walk amongst other lions. Everyone else remains safely hidden within the herd. As long as you're in the herd, you're safe. But only the ones that take a risk walk among the lions. You have to pursue your dreams or accept that what life gives you. You pursue your dreams and you go after it or you just accept what's handed to you. Do you just want what's handed to you? I sure in the hell don't. And if you find yourself in a quandary, if you have to make a decision, are you going to be the predator or the prey? The decision will determine the rest of your life. I'm telling you, folks, I've been through this. You can allow your fear to motivate you to run for the rest of your life from everything that you've ever wanted because you're scared, or you can enable your courage to rise up and stand your ground and be that lion. Again, I'm going to ask you again, one last time, do you want to discover that strength? your values, and connect those to a clear vision. Connect to your strength and your values to a clear vision. Do you want to have a purposeful mission in life, something that you can pursue that motivates you every morning? Do you want to establish goals that are big, hairy, and audacious and impress people because you're going after things? Do you just want to settle for the semifinals, or do you want to get the Olympic medal? What is it that you want to do? Do you want to walk boldly among lions, or do you just want to rest and be protected in the herd and be comfortable with what life gives you? If you want success, and if you want to be bold, and if you want to pursue a life, and I've been in your shoes, I know what it's like. And until I found this blueprint, I was accepting what life gave me. I was mediocre. I was just drifting through life. Again, that's something that you want to do. If you want to walk with the lines, if you want to pursue this life in a bold manner, walk boldly, folks. Walk boldly. Get out there and pursue your ambition. I always heard these experts say that we should eliminate our negative thoughts from our minds. And I think what I found was is that it's only half of the equation, and if you only focus on negative thinking, then you don't focus on the possibility. You don't focus on the positive components of our thoughts. 
You see, there's two sides to every coin. Yin yang, heaven, hell, good versus evil. We must all capture our thoughts, right? The positive thoughts as well. And simply put, it's about preserving and encouraging these great ideas that we have. Not just eliminating the negative thoughts, but preserving the good ideas. Dreaming of a better future is only half the coin. It starts with the visualization of a desired destination. Every business, every product, every service, every vacation, every fashion design or building of architect began with a simple idea first. And sometimes it's as fast as a light bulb blinking on for just a split second. See, the second side of the coin is is really, it's, it's putting that action or that thought into action. It's to make things become a reality. This does require a little bit of blood, sweat, and tears. And if you want to write a book, you have to begin by putting your thoughts on paper. If you want to be an Olympian, you have to start by going to the gym. If you want to play in a symphony orchestra, you have to start by learning to play the scale of the instrument you're trying to master. So again, we're, start, we're, we're talking about this idea of stop dreaming and start doing. There's no limit to our imagination, right? There's no limit. And what we are capable of doing, imagining ourselves doing. And so you just won't be able to do it until you believe in yourself. I like to use the word cultivate because I think it's a great word. You know, I grew up in the farming industry um, on a farm and working around hogs and cattle and soybeans and corn, um, wheat, and uh, the word cultivate, right? Is, is, is a fascinating word. It's a very rich word. So you have to cultivate your ideas, right? And that's very essential. But to harvest those ideas, to harvest our thoughts, and to start putting them into action is a whole different thing. You see, dreamers are awesome. I love dreamers. They give you, and I hope they give you, inspiration that things are possible. They can create beautiful designs and ideas that kind of stimulate our thinking a little bit. I prefer and favor the action takers more than anything else because they demonstrate what is actually possible by tackling the big, hard, difficult things that these thinkers imagine. Just recently, the the two-hour marathon was broken. Uh, Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile. There's this all kinds of accolades, right, that these thinkers have come up with, but other people of courage actually done. It's the doers that prove that it can be done. The accolades for those that come up with these great ideas are short-lived. For those who really just strategize and plan and, and visualize, right? And what they do is they visualize this next big thing, you know, they imagine, you know, they take us to places where we never thought we could go before. And I want you to use an example of a book I just recently read about the story of John C. Hobel. He's the unsung hero of the Apollo 11 mission, and he's the man who actually showed NASA how to put America on the moon. 50 years later, folks, 50 years later, his story was finally told. 50 years later. But we know Buzz Aldrin. We know all those guys. But we just heard this guy's name, and most of us don't even know who he is. I know he is because I read the book. But most of the country probably has no idea who this guy is. I would say like 90% of the country probably doesn't know. There is only one thing that people remember, and that is who got it done.
job well done. You see, I love to set goals, and you probably do as well. And you like, you know, and chasing after them is a whole nother story. But without taking action, your ideas, your goals will always remain a dream and they will never become a reality. So what is the first step? Are you still trying or are you still trying? Are you still sitting here listening to this conversation? That's a message. Maybe you just need a plan. Maybe you just need to set a guidelines to get started. Maybe perhaps you need to take a course. Perhaps you need a coach, a mentor, a partner, whatever it is, you best get started on it as soon as we get done with this. Going after a dream applies really the snowball effect. You have to get started to start to build that momentum. The snowball grows as it, you know, you roll snowball down the hill and it big, picks up more snow and more snow and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. You've seen those cartoons and those movies where they portray that. And after you do, it kind of turns into this runaway freight train that nobody can stop. It becomes unstoppable because it gets so big and has so much momentum. Recognize that this is me pushing the start button for you. Now, you just got to step on the gas. Isn't it time that you start taking action towards your vision, your goals, your dreams? There was this community leader that had asked a, a young man over for supper one night. He wanted to, when he came over, he wanted to show him his library. And as, as he was escorted through, you know, a restricted passage, which I mean is basically a narrow passage in the, in, that led into the library, the leader barked at the guy, the young man behind him and said, stoop, stoop. And so the man didn't really quite process, you know, what this leader was saying at first until it was nearly too late. And he slammed his head into the low archway. He just merely didn't duck. And so the older gentleman turned in this moment and turned it into a teaching moment for this young man that he had invited over to his house for dinner that evening. And he told him, he said, let this be a, a lesson to you that you shouldn't always carry your head so high all the time as you go through this world and this life. Because if you, if you don't carry your head so high, you'll miss some of those hard bumps along the way. Obviously, the man slammed his head into the, the beam or the, the, the archway. And so many years had gone by, and this young man was retelling the story of what happened to him at this community leader's home that evening. You know, when he went to the library and slammed his head into the archway, you know, the low archway. Basically, he said the advice that the leader had given him was beaten into his head, literally. And he was quite often, uh, and the, the, the advice that the guy gave him after he hit his head had been quite useful over the years. He had also noticed over the years that those who do carry their heads too high, end up having some type of misfortune in their lives. So one of the defining moments of my personal life, which I can relate to this story is, is, you know, seeing the comments of a 360 degree review that I had done in a particular organization that I worked for. And I was very, I was extremely prideful of the work that I had done there and the progress that we had made in the organization. But at first, um, some of the comments that I received were, were shocking, but painful. But now I'm just so grateful that they were honest and transparent about how they felt. Um, and I had no idea that many people had felt that way. And at the time, um, if they would have told me about it, I would have been very defensive. But in the aftermath and reflecting back and seeing these comments in the aftermath after I'd left the organization, 
really, really humbled me, man. It was, it was a very rewarding experience that uh, helped me kind of move forward into the place that I am today and made me rethink what leadership really was. I was tended to be that autocratic leadership style guy when I first started out and I completely transformed my leadership. And then, you know, honestly, I, I took a few bumps on the head going forward, took a licking on the noggin a little bit, you know, and you know what I realized though, the, the, the knots on your noggin, you know, when you do get bumped on the head, they will fade away, but you always remember how hard it felt. You know how bad it hurt. Now I haven't completely conquered my pride. Pride is always going to rear its ugly head and it will always win. We least expect it. The consequences come from our pride because our pride, it's like having tunnel visual or tunnel vision. It will blind you. And as soon as you emerge out of the tunnel, you tend to get T-boned and then you know it, right? Then you know that you've been prideful and you've been blind. And every day we have to fight these battles. And sometimes we win and sometimes we lose. And pride has always been one of those that I do have to fight because I take a lot of pride in what I do. But pride can actually deconstruct the world that you live in and you may be blind to its effects. And that can lead to failure when you're running blind like that. And th so through humility, the opposite of pride really happens. And humility actually brings honor to everything that we do, and it leads to success. Now, you won't find yourself in a position of trust and leadership. One of those positions, if you're, if you're seeking one of those positions, you're not going to find yourself in that position until you really begin to adopt a servant leader mentality. And so maybe, maybe you're one of those people right now in your life where you're, you're getting ready or you're, you're, you're trying to decide whether or not you're going to attempt to accomplish what I call one of those big, hairy, audacious, purpose-driven dreams that you have. And remember, if you're going to do this, and if you're going to go after it and you get some wins under your belt, make sure that you check your attitude and remain humble. Make sure you stoop down a little bit, okay? So you don't take those hard knocks on the head. Realize what's going on and be present and aware in the moment. And don't be too prideful that you're blinded. There are really two approaches to learning humility that I've figured out over the years. And you can either lower yourself before others or you can let life humble you. You can choose the volunteer method so you don't smash your head in the doorway and embarrass yourself. Or you can choose the latter, which is going to be pretty hurtful and pretty painful. Hey folks, that's it for today. If you want more great content like this, visit www kirbyingles.com again that's www.kirbyingles.com and i only wish you the best of fortunes in 2020 and set your sights high and focus on true success